four, three, two, and we are rolling. Hi, this is Juliana from Newton, Kansas, and you're getting ready to listen to the Timmy and Edamame Hard to Name podcast. I don't know if that's right, but I'm in the zone. What? No way! The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast! Welcome and welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, episode number 33. And that voice that you just heard is that of El Gran, Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of the humblest man on planet Earth, at least the one that I know is the most humblest, and my rock and roll brother, Mr. Adam Tate. What's going on, Adam? Not much, Tommy. How are you been? Man, I'm alive, number one, and uh, I think we're forced back to COVID-19 action, remote again, brother. Yeah, I'm, I mean, we had got together for a few weeks there, and we got that bond back, oh, and now we, we're, we're separated again. Our timing, our timing was going well. I think we like seven shows. We have to readjust now, back to the old ways. Yeah, I know. Uh, and, yeah, man. and you know what? And producing our podcast tonight is none other than Big Bubba J. Martinez, but he's in another room, Adam. Well, he's on site. He's in, and is he's, he some, he's somewhere else? And okay. he's muted, by the way. His, oh, yeah, you, got the, you finally got the permanent I, mute button? I finally got the permanent, oh. but just for this episode, hopefully. Uh, he, he's, his timing has been off, so I, I, I sent him to a corner to produce extremely, uh, uh, exclusively only from the corner. Did he did he have to go back for the extra producing classes or something, you know, to figure out when those buttons need to be depressed? All I know is I got a bunch of crap. To get the right files to play, all, I, all those things. All I can tell you is that I got a bunch of books here that I told him that needs to go back on Craigslist that I paid for when he was yeah. in college. I hope he doesn't send them suckers off. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he needs to produce. That's he right. He needs to produce those books going so, out the door. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm getting a few texts right now. He's up. I don't want to read those texts. They're, uh, they're from Big oh, Bubba. No, no. no a <laughs> bunch of curse words. Uh, yeah, that. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> he, even, he, he even harasses me on text. He chews my ass <laughs> via text. Can you believe that? Well, at least it's not audible. I get, you know, at least you can, you can, you can ignore it. You I get swipe, I, swipe it away. I'm getting zero respect at this point. What's going on with this? <laughs> don't have, don't have a, a, a clue what's going. Anyway, no, uh, Big Bubba, sh- a shout out from. I'm sure the public is uh, going to be missing you on this one, but it's just he. And by the way, this is his idea, so it wasn't mine. I, I, I think he wants to concentrate. He said, he said, Dad, I think we should just let you and Adams. Adam, uh, talk. I don't want to j- 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 chime in no more, and and I want to see what you guys, how you guys could do it. 
So what he's doing is he's throwing us to the wolves. I guess so. I he, don't know. He's just leaving us out there by ourselves. No protection, no backup. <laughs> just push us out the door and then slam the door behind us. He left, <laughs> he, he left pretty mad last week. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't think I had anything to do with what I did. I, he's never mad with you. He, it was something about yeah, the Weekly true. World News. I don't know what's wrong with him. <laughs> I, I, think, I thought that I thought that was the paper of record of the Tommy I, I Adam Hardening podcast. I, no, I, I mean I got something to tell you a little bit later on about that. Anyway, Adam, oh, we're, we're back. We're back to a COVID nineteen like uh like I said a little while ago. So uh, man, yeah, are we having like super spikes in the area? I don't know. Last we were talking about that the said that the Cedric County uh, wasn't uh, the Cedric County office wasn't going to enforce the mask mandates and uh, by the but state. Then the city of the city of Wichita came back and yeah. said that they were, though, right? I guess we missed that out on last Saturday morning. We missed that in the news because, you know, we were screwing around, obviously, in the morning. Uh, right. And it was the 4th of July, whatnot. And then right. later on is where I found out that they, the city council had voted to uh, uh, do the, uh, the mask wearing uh, mandate. And it was more right. like education versus uh, getting fines or getting stopped by the cops and whatnot. So it was a lot of it had to do with the education of, you know, hey, protect yourselves and whatnot. So then I don't know which day this week the county came online and said, well, not everybody, obviously, but a few of them came online. I guess the majority voted that, yeah, the county's also going to be. I mean, the spike is pretty significant. So, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, we might joke and around. Go I've ahead. seen a whole bunch of people, like when I'm going into businesses or I'm going into markets, most everybody's complying with it. Yeah, I see mo almost everybody has wearing yeah. a mask. I, you know, I personally, I got, you know, I said, you know what, let me go ahead and, and <laughs> comply myself, you know. So I'm going to show you a few a few masks that I got. You know, oh, I, just you want, I just I have a few there. <laughs> Puerto Rico. <laughs> who, who would have guessed? Well, you have to okay. be fashionable, man, you know. And a little, you just don't want a plane. <laughs> no, I don't want to. Okay. And, hey, check this one out. In a little while, okay. I'm going to be heading out to the uh, to the Derby uh, Toy Run, uh, a little event that they oh, motorcycle. Yeah, plane. motorcycle right. event. Yeah, so I have. I'll be wearing this mask right here. Oh, you okay, <laughs> Harley Harley Davidson <laughs> embossed. That's nice. But you know, but when when we come back together, and oh, by the way, I also have an Iron Maiden one. That one cost me. That one cost me seventeen bucks. <laughs> What? <laughs> yeah. You want Eddie covering your face? Uh, yeah, yeah I have Eddie. I have Eddie covering my face, but he's in my truck right now. Now, shouldn't that Harley Davidson mask? Shouldn't that just be black leather that covers your nose and mouth? Yeah, it should. It should. It shouldn't it should. that be what it? <laughs> be nah, what it is? No, nah, yeah, but I, the thing is, it's hard to breathe with them as is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, right, right. <laughs> and I know me, I know because I went through that the last last what was three or four weeks ago when I went on that plane. It was tough, man. You know, but, but those COVID those COVID particles could not get through that leather mask. You know that. No, no way in hell that's gonna happen. <laughs> it says COVID, get out of here, damn it. No, no. But if COVID hasn't left with that kind of mask, this is the mask for sure that the masses is gonna be losing their minds about. Oh wow. <laughs> Is that, a, is, that, is that a one of a kind Tommy and Adam Hard Name Podcast? 
<laughs> with our logo. With the logo in oh, full color. And has, look, a, a filter too. <laughs> and the filter lining. Oh my goodness. I don't know why you'd choose anything else. That's got to be the one you use. This is it right here. This is it right between iron. Wow. Between iron. I won't be wearing this one though. I got to be wearing that. I got to be wearing that one. I got to be wearing that one. That, <laughs> that might not promote social distancing because everybody's going to want to come up close and check that out. You know, you're going to want to get right in your face. Actually, you know what I was thinking about on this week? I, I thought we we should have just went ahead and uh, and try to do that uh, that on the street podcast, but I figured that with all this going on, it was it was going to be tough, you know. So I kind of we would contribute can't. to the spike, is what you're saying, <laughs> or we might get it. <laughs> we don't need that in our lives. <laughs> go ahead and describe that. Go ahead and describe that to the fandom right there, Adam. Go ahead, that is go ahead. the actual like when you go into your 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 DSP when you get this podcast. Our little logo that shows up, it is the exact logo, but this one has the benefit of full color representation. We have colored t-shirts. We have appropriate skin tone. <laughs> it is fantastic. Is this, do you say that because you're the palest one there? Or we... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, we're not all the same color, that's for sure. <laughs> that's amazing. Pod, podcast, wow. podcast, you know, that's the deal. <laughs> you know, and then this is the deal, right? Is it, you know, who, you know who painted it, right? Monica painted this, right? They, through, they, like, through like an app or something? I have no idea. You know, she, she painted this. I guess so, yeah. That's how I get I mean, I was over there when she did it. I said, oh, that's pretty cool. Send me a copy of it. And uh, yeah. then, then, you know, I don't know what's wrong with my children. She busted my balls because I didn't give her no credit for it. No, no, she didn't realize that I, I got a little bit of a tan going on because I look really, really light. No, she didn't know you were working on your deck that much. <laughs> okay. I understand. But no, no, this is the creme of the creme, without a doubt, dude. Check now, it out. Check it is out. That, that one has to be more expensive than the Iron Maiden mat. Oh, right? yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is going to be when... when, uh, when uh, is that when, going to be available at the Tommy and Adam Hard Ending Podcast store? No, no. This I'll tell you what. This is when oh. when when the podcast Hall of Fame. Oh, it's going to be in our new site enclosed case. This okay. this and the t shirt and one representation of the wood oh. to make you feel good. Oh, stand man. on the side. It's gonna. Oh man, can you can you imagine the greatness already? <laughs> There's so many different things. <laughs> Episode number thirty-three, <laughs> and people can oh, when they God. you know that you know how it is when you go to the museums and you can read the placards. Right. It's cool. This mask was presented in episode number 33, recorded on uh, July the 11th, 2020. <laughs> and this is going to be years in the future when they think back to COVID times. You say, this is how podcasts were done in COVID times. <laughs> you had to fix yourself up. And they're going to say, to get it to it from the studio. It was the podcast that they sat the director in a separate room and they shut him up. <laughs> no, the producer. <laughs> Trailblazing the social distancing. <laughs> Mandating it. <laughs> we don't want nobody we don't want to bust in here like they used to do in the uh in the days of the gangbusters you know the g-men coming in here nobody has a mask wait up a minute we're we're social distancing this is this is like our sixth episode <laughs> that we've done that i know 
Oh man, Adam, I'll tell you what, let's just you're, I'll go you're ahead. playing some you're playing some Batman music or something there in the beginning. I don't, I'm not really familiar with that song. Oh man, that's something but, else. That's the the plate shirts. That's the plate shirts. So yeah. You know, I hear all these uh, people, the wealthy in the world, they're suffering too in these times. You think Bruce Wayne might have gotten some sort of a government bailout? He's a big employer of people. He probably got some sort of a corporate uh, bailout. Uh, don't you I, don't, I don't know what to tell you, but we did get we did get this ad. From the uh, Tommy and Adam uh, hard to name podcast uh, a production uh, company. So, uh, without further ado, here it goes. Oh, <laughs> come on, producer, hurry up! <laughs> He's still screwing up. He's... It's not not that easy. Is no. it? Virus has hit us all hard. <laughs> the biggest rock stars in the world are in no different position. But thanks to the Paycheck Protection Program initiated by the U.S. government, relief has come to those who need it most. Bands like Pearl Jam, Guns N' Roses, Cheap Trick, Tool, Weezer, and even the Eagles found themselves in a desperate state. Thankfully now, their Oceanside estates and fleets of luxury automobiles have been protected by taxpayer dollars. I don't want to live in a world where Eddie Vedder has to travel to the market via Uber Pool. And thanks to you and me, I won't have to. That's the Gola Promo, Promo, Promo There you go, Adam. That's good news. That I is, love that. I, I think we're gonna be covering that a little bit later on today, so Oh, are we? Well, yeah, I think that was that's what that's what the production department told me. This so go ahead and play this, and then we'll cover it a little bit later. So, without further ado, how about we just jump it into the today is? Oh, okay. <clears throat> How's that yeah. sound? Let's do that. Okay. okay. The today is as uh as always is presented by the Tommy and Adam Hart Today podcast, available on Spotify, Google Play, Apple Podcast apps, and I finally got that. Whoa. <laughs> And Alexa devices. There you go, baby. This, I'm I'm feeling this show so professionally right now. I know. It's like we've been in training this whole time for episode 33. And now we're putting all of our talents together. I can see Jay's vision. You know, I can. I'm starting. It's starting to 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 come out now. (laughs) The clouds have parted, (laughs) and the beams of light have graced us. (laughs) After eight months. Today is July the 11th, 2020, Adam. Oh, no. Don't tell me what day it is. Today is July. what day it is. It's July the 11th. Oh, go ahead. What? Oh, what? You with the national me. days it is today? National oh. National Slurpee Day. Ah, uh, no, no. 7 Eleven. <laughs> ah, we. If, you know what? They missed that. <laughs> exactly. It's not? No. I thought for sure I'm right. No, dude. <laughs> If you want, listen, it it is today's All-American Pet Photo and Mojito Day. Oh, mojitos. The mojitos you drink in the morning. Are you just, are you just going to glance over the All-American Pet Photo? (laughs) (laughs) What are we going to do with, what are we going to do with our pet lovers who listen to the podcast? uh, First of all, All-American, so only American pets, Uh, uh, All-American Oh, do we have to put like a uh, a kerchief around their neck oh, with like the American flag? Is that I, what it is? I, I, we'd have to probably call my daughter on that since she <laughs> since her dog has his own Instagram. 
his own Instagram page. Oh, wow. <laughs> Remy. Remy. So Lip- she did. She doesn't wait for National no, Dog no, Photo Day or it, Pet Photo Day. 365 days a year is... Uh, is I uh, understand. You know, and of course, I have to follow him. I don't have a choice. <laughs> so, every once, <laughs> so every once in a while, I'll give, a little, I'll give a little heart. Blip, blip, blip. <laughs> not all the time. Not all the time. Dude, that dog, that dog was on me the whole week I was out there. I, I get some, I'm trying to get some rest. That dog's jumping on me. <laughs> you know, and then, oh, by the way, while this is all going on, Monica's snapping away. Snap, 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 snap. <laughs> so I was constantly taking pictures of the dog? Constantly? <laughs> oh, man, it's just crazy. But yeah, it's, it's, uh, wow. I mean, honestly, I, I've taken pictures. I, I took a picture of, uh, actually, I took some video of me uh, getting Betty ready this week. Because uh, Betty, Reddy. Yeah, well, you know Betty, my you know my dog. So uh, I know it. A wood that was coming in, so I said, let me let me make sure everything is squared away. So I even gave the dog a bath. I had to YouTube it oh. though. Oh, you had to get her gussied up because Mama was coming home. Of course, you know how that works. Yeah, I understand. Absolutely. Okay. So how do we? But, how but are we no, but just to FYI, by FYI, I wore some protection. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to give the dog any COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Because, because they can get it, apparently. <laughs> Evidently so. I mean, if that tiger in uh, what, the Bronx Zoo got it. So so is there a spe- specific thing you're supposed to do for National Pet All-American Photo Day? Is there anything you're, you're required Well, I, I, I had texted Monica earlier, and she was yes. getting her nails done this early in the morning, so I don't know how that even worked. But I was, I was trying to, I was going to get her to... to uh, to uh, explain to us exactly how this all works, since she, her, her, and her house is all every day is all American Pet Photo Day. But yeah, it's the same thing. You uh, go out there, you uh, you find a way to snap a picture of your dog, and mm-hmm. like everything else, you <laughs> you hashtag it. Uh, oh. You know, national. Yeah, that's. But I figured that since it was also Mojito Day, you could do it okay. while you had prepared your mojito. You know, or you could prepare a large mojito, fill the dog bowl with some of the mojito, <laughs> and get the mojito and the dog in the picture. <laughs> What's that one caveat that uh, that it says don't try this at home, boys and girls? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta put a caution label on that. <laughs> we video. gotta put a caution label now when we post this up to the. Uh, you hear? Do you hear me, producer? We need to make a note of that before we post this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but uh, mojito. Uh, there's now is it just used to be straight. Uh, what was it? Uh, mint, rum. Yes. What's the? Is it water? I don't even know what. It, I know my Willa loves them though. And there's like uh, there's passion fruit mojitos. There's mango mojitos. There's pineapple mojitos. I mean, it's like everything. I think that they've done with the mojitos like they've done with our chips. You know, now we have chips with uh, barbecue sure. and chips with you know with uh, raspberry and God knows what else. So, right. So, don't okay. know what to say, but yeah, those are the two national days today. So enjoy your, your uh, taking your the photograph of your pets and it, and then and also, then get drunk. Then have a mojito. And, yeah. You know, so today in history, Adam. Okay. Good. Eighteen oh four. Okay. In okay. one of the most famous duels of in American history, Vice President. Okay. Vice President Aaron Burr, under Thomas Jefferson, by the way, fatally shot his longtime political antagonist 
Alexander Hamilton. Yeah. Have you watched the uh, the movie, the the play of what of Hamilton? No, it's, it's all the craze. It's uh, it's it's it was on Broadway, and uh, uh, I think did they they made it a movie. Did they or they or did they or did they play it live? Did they act I it think out live on a TV? I think it's recently been uploaded to like Disney Plus or something, so you can watch the movie on Disney Plus. Well, I think. You know, I, I know this comes out a lot on this uh, on this podcast, but uh, the producer of uh, and the creator of Hamilton is is of that ethnicity. <laughs> oh, is he? Oh, oh Lin yeah. Manuel Miranda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know he was Puerto Rican. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you guys should be big but, fans. But FYI, no. <laughs> FYI, no. no. <laughs> I haven't seen. Uh, I haven't. I I know obviously what the plot is about, and I thought it was. I mean, the premise of it is pretty wild. You know, you can take a historical event like this and uh, and uh, make it into such a successful play, because it's really. Probably, I mean, it's probably the only way that you can probably force history into kids <laughs> nowadays, right? You have to put it in like a big production and play and lights and cameras. Yeah, they don't know jack about the American history, but they know about Hamilton. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It's, Watch it's it like insane. 14 times. Sing you know, the song. But and, and what shocked me the most is an actual duel. And by the way, that duel was illegal. At the time, duels had become illegal. 1804? Yeah, yeah. That that was already out the uh, the books. They still they still traditionally uh, uh, had them out, you know, to settle their differences. And whoever was the uh, the I guess so, whoever so, whoever lived the next day or that same day. I mean, didn't matter. Hamilton actually died the next day. Following day after he got shot by uh, Aaron, killed Aaron. by the vice president. Yeah, killed by the vice president. Never, never came up on charges either. By and the way, that, by the by the end, that was the, that was the end of his political career. By the way, <laughs> <laughs> what, what was it? It was. It was like Did you're out to step down. This is like you're out of here. No. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine today if this is how they settled their political differences? There'd be bullets flying everywhere, every which direction. <laughs> and then since, oh and since the constituents are such copycats and such fanatics, many of them, or at least at least that was it appears in, on social media, I think they would they would follow the practice. Actually, it'd be a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't be posting on Facebook. They'd just be posting the duel. <laughs> Again, don't try this at home or joking. Maybe there'd be a fist fight. Could, could we have fist fights? Maybe that's a duel. Yeah, sure. It didn't have to. Or didn't have to be shooting. Or they could use cap guns. Or they could use uh, what do you call it? A uh, 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 paintball. That'd be nice too. You know, I think, one I think one Ted one Cruz would use was... one would use red. The other one would use blue. <laughs> <laughs> I think Ted Cruz was challenged to some sort of a fisticuffs from somebody. Really? Recently? Was it? I think so. Was it the Hulk? No, the Hulk. <laughs> oh. No, it was somebody. Yeah, it was somebody. No, it was it for real. It was it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know enough about news. Anyway, yeah, but it was. Uh, it, it was just. It was just wild that that actually, in, in in all seriousness, that these guys could you know be offended, and God knows you know, and we're and we're living in the world of offense now. So if you're offended, oh. you know you're you're gonna be uh, uh, challenged to a duel. I challenge you to a duel. Uh, select your weapon of choice: dagger. Or pistol. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I watched too many old movies. <laughs> anyway, yeah, let's let's not hope, let's not hope that that uh, let's hope that this never actually does occur, 
and we go back to that nonsense. Unless it's like I said, unless it's uh, it's with uh, with uh, paintballs or or something to that effect. Today in uh, sports history, Adam. Oh, good sports. Nineteen eighty-five. All right. And I'm gonna talk. To, I'm gonna and I'm to talk to you about a a mutant, a, a athletic mutant. Texas Rangers. Bo- oh, okay. Go ahead. What were you gonna say? <laughs> I was gonna say Bo Jackson. <laughs> But go ahead. No, not yet. Texas Rangers, Nolan Ryan. Oh, yeah. Struck out his 4,000th batter. He was the very first to do so. Whoa. He faced 400 dudes with a bat. Wait a minute. Okay, this was 1985? This is 1985, yeah. He started in the 60s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think he he played for the Mets first. He was on like the '69 Mets that won, I think. But he he'd been on the Mets like in the late '60s, and in '85 he's still gassing people. He did did he play into the '90s? Uh, I don't think he lasted that long. I can't remember. I looked at his chronology. Uh, his chronology, is, is that correct? How to say that? I mean, Jay's not here to actually. Let me see if he texts me how to actually say it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, Go chron- ahead. the chronology, I, I couldn't see it. I, I think. Uh, I, I wish I knew that right now, but I, I don't have that handy. But either way, man, four thousand dudes with a bat, you know, this four, and that's talking. We're talking about professional MLB games. We're not speaking about you know uh, uh, amateur games prior to that. So it's it's an it's Whoa, an, it's, an, it's an incredible feat. Also, I don't know if uh, HGH was uh, was uh, <laughs> was actually being used back then. So we don't even know if this guy was staring it up or not. So, but either way, and, and there's not. I'm just being. A, uh, I'm just being a dummy by mentioning that. That's you know probably okay. not true. Okay, in 1985, he was a Houston Astro. Right. It, uh, did I say? He, it, I, I thought it said Texas Rangers. You said Rangers. Rangers. I thought that that's well for real. He went, he went to the Rangers in '89. I'm looking at the stats right now. I'm doing, I'm doing my producing. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Then look at it. I mean, what, he, I, got of, I got this off I got this off of the. I got this off of the. Wait a minute. Hold up, man. I, I this is, I copied this from uh, today's okay. sports history. Let me see. Go ahead. Keep going, man. Okay. He retired in 1993. Okay. So he, he so, so was eight years after that. Did he actually get this? Uh, did he actually get his 4,000th hit? Uh, 4,000 strikeout uh, during that time? I just have his career breakdowns. Okay. But listen. Okay, I'm listening. Number of years this guy played. 27 years. That's crazy. (laughs) Firing. And this guy was never injured. That guy was a mutant. He was a a friggin' workhorse. He was a mutant, dude. Do you know his? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah, I, I wrote it wrong. You're right. It's Astros Nolan, right? What am I talking? Yeah, 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 yeah. I stand correct. Thank you, man. Oh, I'm trying to help out. Now, wait a minute. Know? Here comes here comes a text by JJ. Oh, I don't want to read this one. <laughs> <laughs> I think he has the record for the most strikeouts, obviously. And it says 5,714. That's how much career. it was by the time he walked out the door. By the time he went out the door. Wow, yep. that's just crazy. And I think he has the record for the most walks as well. Well, but he, he, he pitched for so long, though. He, he threw so hard. And I guess 
if you can't hit the strike zone, you're pretty wild. <laughs> so <laughs> it's got a good thing he didn't have the record for hit batters too. Man. But yeah, he walked. How old is he right? Seven hundred and ninety-five people. How old is he right now? Uh, good question. Um, born in forty-seven. Nineteen forty-seven. Wow. So he is. Uh, so he's old. He is seventy-three years old right now. Yep. Got it. Yep. Wow. Definitely a legend. Yeah, so it's his fourth out still, you know, on this day in 1985, and he went on to, you know, strike out another thousand something. Still, yeah. that's just an insane feat, you know, insane. Yeah. Good, good, good for, good for the Houston Astros. <laughs> How many no hitters did that guy have? I don't know. I have no At idea. At least like seven. I mean, he lasted the pitch for that long. God knows. So anyway, today, yes, we're gonna go into rock history, Adam. Oh, thank goodness. Something we know very little about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not trying to do that every single show now. So you, well, you can you can it's, run away in your house now, and uh, and <laughs> it's a good thing Jay isn't there to to mute you. He would have <laughs> <laughs> he would have muted me big time. Ooh, the what do we got, Tommy? Today, you know, you're gonna think this is, this is regular history, but it's not. It's actually rock right. history. Okay. You remember you remember Skylab? Do I remember Skylab? Um, the okay. space station Skylab. Oh sure, sure, yeah. sure. Yeah, remember yeah, that. Yeah, remember, yeah. it crashed yeah. to Earth after six years in orbit. Okay. Okay. Six years in orbit, mm -hmm. and this was genius. This is where this is where rock and rock culture and music culture in general. This is where those marketing guys, this is where everybody, just where you see that team come up. You know, this is pre-bailout uh, days, like in our little ad there a little bit before, right? The marketing right. team leading up to the event, Electric Light Orchestra took, uh, took ads out in trade magazines, dedicating their new signal. Guess which single it is? <laughs> Electric Light Orchestra, uh, Mr. Blue Sky. Uh-uh. It is. Oh, no. Don't break me down, baby. Oh, oh, of course. <laughs> they dedicated it to uh, the Skylab coming down. The Skylab. That's right. Oh, yeah. Playing there in the background is a great song. So, yeah. Oh, there it is. <laughs> yeah, that is fantastic. Oh, how smart is that? Can you imagine that? It's like, oh, Skylab's going to come down. We have this song. It's ELL. Boom! It just all came together. That's kind of, It's kind of like the Tommy and Adam uh, Hard to Name podcast. It's a it's a segue of events through the whole show. So it was like sung from the point of view of Skylab, saying, "Don't don't bring me down, don't bring me into the atmosphere, don't it was, burn me up, it was, <laughs> don't make it, me crash." It was speaking to you. <laughs> Where did it land? Did it like it landed in Australia? Was it? I forgot. I I don't even know. I got so wrapped up with ELO that I. I I didn't read any more on it. You didn't care any more about Spy, Spy Lab? <laughs> no, I just thought it was genius, though. I really do. I mean, the song just, you know, just goes with the moment. And it's a, it's an incredible moment in history, too. So, you know, it's like people were like, hey, is Skylab going to fall on my house? Is Skylab going to fall, you know, on a skyscraper? Is it going to fall out in the desert? Is it, gonna, you know, and I think it, I think it landed in Australia, if I don't remember, if I don't remember correctly. 
So this was a source if of I remember, malfunction I'm sorry, if or I something. Remember correctly. Say again? It, it was a source of malfunction or something. It had lost its orbit. It had lost its propellant. It, it, it fell out of orbit. These sucked in. These are all good questions. If you know them, you could go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you could email them. You could email the answers to uh, Tommy and Adam Pod at gmail.com. <laughs> Oh no, Jay's got the emails. I hope he I hope he sends them. To oh us. hell, that's right. Anyways, oh, well. yeah, let me see. I'm gonna send him a text real quick and then hopefully I don't know. He you know he he won't give me that password, so mess with it. That was my phone, it went okay. off, so yeah. Anyway, today in 1982, Adam, continuing rock history. Oh, good. What happened in 82? Phil Collin, not Phil Collins. Phil Collin. Of Def Leppard fame. Of Def Leppard fame, right? Right, right, right. right. fame. Mm -hmm. Yep. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Weightlifter. Former guitarist with glam rock band Girl. All right. Okay. Replaced Pete Willis as a guitarist when he was fired because Pete Willis was fired for excessive use of alcohol. Here's a little bit of Foolin' Baby. That's a great song. I love that song, Adam. You know. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a great song, yeah. Mm, yeah. Yeah, that was a uh, that was actually uh, Phil Collins on guitar there. I bet they wish they could be playing that on stage. <laughs> on those stadium tour that they're on right now, but no such luck. You know, I saw on I think it was Loudwire or something, Phil Collins issued like a 30-day challenge or something for like exercise so he was going to put in like an exercise routine for people to follow or something like you had to subscribe to something and you'd get like the daily workout and then in the end you'd end up looking buff and you put on your own body butter and you'd look just like bill collins <laughs> Fantastic idea. I don't know if he's a better weightlifter or a guitarist. I don't know what he's better at. What is he, 60 years old? He's old as hell. He's just like, I, you know, I, I don't want to say nothing, but when we saw him on stage, what was it, the year before last, was it? I said, wow, this guy's dreamy. I know. Unfortunately, we were sitting on his side, and so he was right in front of us. Like, he was sweating his body. He was sweating his body butter on us. Well, and that was the, the very beginning of the show. Like, okay, you haven't worked up a sweat, dude. <laughs> he, pumped, he pumped it out before he came out on stage. He's 62 years Ooh, old. Oh, yep. That's crazy. Man. Very fit. Very fit. It's, 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 a little, it's a little wild that, uh, you know, I mean, and, and Pete Willis was fired for excessive, uh, for excessive use of alcohol. And that's, so they went the total opposite direction. They got a total health freak. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it, it was, it's, it was so, and then, you know, lo and behold, Steve Clark kills himself with, you know, through alcohol poisoning, you know, X amount of years later. Right. You know, uh, uh, cause it was Def Leppard. What distinguishes them is that dual electric guitar attack. You know what I'm saying? It's just Phil Collin and, uh, Steve Clark together just made a great team, great, a great combo. Uh, mm -hmm. again, and, and rest in peace, uh, 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 Steve Clark, you know, Steve Clark, 
yeah. So anyway, but he was like, you know, hey, they just, they just, if if they fired Pete Willis, you think they would have noticed that in Steve Clark? So I I just don't know. Maybe they had a chance to save him, but those are those maybes that you'll never. There are different never... types of drunks, though. Yeah. You know, you have the volatile drunks and you have the happy drunks. Yeah. So that I do know. You get rid of the volatile. That I do know about, my man. That I definitely know yep. about. So yep. Today, just as an honorable mention, that's just real quick in uh, 2000, Metallica's battle against peer-to-peer file-sharing reached the Senate Judiciary Committee. Uh, drummer Lars Ulrich testified claiming copyright infringement. That was the Napster, uh, the Napster battle. Yeah. So, yeah, today in, in uh, 2000. So that was the, probably is, the is that lowest. Was, that was like 20 years ago. You know, and all this nonsense yeah. stopped, so... But you know, again, it's their intellectual property, so I get it. You know what I'm saying? So significant. That's probably go ahead, Alvaro. Go that's ahead. probably the most negatively that Metallica has ever been thought of. Was that during that Napster battle? Ah, that's they true. were catching they were catching a lot of flack about how they were fighting Napster and they were kind of leading that edge for the artists and fighting Napster. And they were kind of held as that the element that was fighting against the fans you know they're accessing music and yeah stuff. And, and so they had kind of a negative feeling from that but you know you gotta you right? and, and it's i guess this is where uh you as an adult sometimes have to say wow you know this is these guys property they came up with it they they created it it's just like you know uh like our our, our podcast you know again we're not trying to compare it at that level but this is art that we're creating. This is mm-hmm. content. This is material that we're creating uh, <laughs> on the fly. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's not a lot, <laughs> but it's being captured. You know, and it's being captured in this format. And we're going to cyberspace, and and you know, you know, God knows how it, it can it can be used. And in this case, uh, this is just a bunch of guys that, or a, a bunch of fans also that were just back and forth saying, well. Peer to peer is well. I can send this file directly to my buddy, and it's not a, an infringement of copyright. No, not really, because it wasn't yours to begin with. I think that was the argument uh, in its in itself. Because I think you're right. He got he was booed. I don't know which award show. And I think Lars. Yeah, he was. And yeah. and, and you know, again, we're not going to go too deep into that one. But yeah, it was. Yeah. You're right. They were viewed that way. But at the end of the day, it's it was their property, and you just can't screw around with it. You know, art is artist. Yeah. From everything that that uh, that you could uh, you could imagine that's created, you know, and you brought it into some kind of a physical form. Because I always say, art starts in the brain, and you know, it manifests and it comes out through whatever medium you want to put it through either your hands, your legs, your mouth, whatever. Even see your snot. You know, you just throw some snot balls on some kind of and say, oh, you, and and it could be classified as art, you know, on a, on a on a canvas. It'd be nasty, but still at the same time, I'm just saying, you know, that person <laughs> okay, cre- that guess. person created in this case his own DNA. So yeah, ugh. yeah, exactly. But I'm you know I'm exaggerating. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But it, it it is what it is. So anyway, yeah. So today's significant album. We're gonna jump right to it, Adam. Oh, good. Significant album, 1975, and prior. To 1975, it was this guy right here fronting that band, and that's the wonderful Mr. Peter Green. And I, oh well, by 
Fleetwood Mac. I love Peter Green and Fleetwood Mac. It was raw. It was so for them to succeed after Peter Green. So it was a pretty tough. But you know, 1975, they acquired uh, two key pieces. To uh, who they get? They get none other than Stevie Nicks and mm-hmm. Lindsey Buckingham. And those so. are the two most prominent Fleetwood Mac members, aren't they? Uh, if I if I think of Fleetwood Mac, I would. I think of Stevie Nicks, definitely, and Lindsey Buckingham's really the only other. No, there's Christy McVie or something like that. But, yeah, there's, those are the only people I really am familiar with in Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, but it, it's, um, uh, I guess it's the generation before ours would remember a little bit more Peter Green. Okay. You know, because, uh, what, I was 10 in 75, and, uh, you know, it's you can listen through it in all kinds of radios. And, and, and there was, uh, I think it was bo- four, four blockbusters. And this is the actually, uh, this was their actually their second self-titled uh, release. So they had previously done a, a self-titled release, and then they did a second one. So it the was first kind of, one didn't take. So they said, <laughs> let's do the self-titled thing no, again. No, they, they know they were, we really re- no, they, were re- they were really successful with Peter Green. They really were. You know what I mean? Maybe okay. we didn't get to see that. Uh, or that wasn't as much as publicized, but it was like anything else. It was just that we've talked about this before. You have the showgoers. You would go see, at that time, you know, uh, you go to all these festivals or you go to all these coliseums and you actually go see these bands as they promoted their their material and went on shows and made their money. You know, and, and they, were, they, were, they were pretty, I mean, to the point where, you know, obviously at that point, Mick, Fl- Mick Fleetwood was living in at Los Angeles, you know, so they had moved from England and, and here, all of a sudden, they find. Uh, I think what the way uh, did you see Sound City, the uh, the Dave Grohl yeah. uh, right. documentary? Yeah. I believe he heard her singing at Sound Sound uh, Sound Studios. What was that? I forget what the name is. Sound City, I believe it was. Sound City, yeah. And uh, he says, "Wow, you know." And, and oh, they, they just come out here and they pay for their recording time by cleaning up and doing this and the other. And mm. you know, he discovers the voice, and then and then obviously is a great hit like. Uh, Rhiannon was was and here's a here's the intro to Rhiannon which is very recognizable you know I, I love this song so and, and this is actually the first uh, the first uh, the first major hit even though even though even though Christy McVie uh, also had a couple of hits on uh, on on this album over my head for an example and say you love me so that was Chris and then the other hit on this one was was the powerhouse of landslide also came off of this mm. self-titled so okay and, and you know a lot of people remember rumors but you know they kind of like rumors overshadowed everything at one point and all the controversy that comes with it with you could go your own way and the political nonsense and you know people trying to infringe again going back to the copyright stuff using their music uh, to make statements and they just don't like that Usually it's, okay. written, usually it's written by, by political agenda of their own. But either way, it's their property. They should have been asked for permission to be able to use that. So, But you rumors overshadows, uh, to me, in my opinion, rumors overshadows uh, Fleetwood, Mac's, Fleetwood Mac with the Lindsay-Nicks uh, era. So I, I just don't know. I mean, Landslide... Just, who, who covered It's who? just head and shoulders above the rest? Is that what uh, you're, what I, you're saying? It was a monster, it was a monster, uh, it was a monster oh, yeah. record. It really oh, yeah. was. Rumor was, and and this was this one wasn't no uh, 
This wasn't no, uh, uh, it was their 10th album as Fleetwood Mac. And they had, I believe wow. they had went into a, uh, if I remember correctly, they had actually fought over uh, the name. They went to, they battled it out in court for the use of the name. And it was wow. their 10th studio album. And there's, like I told you before, their second self-titled album. And this one's also referred to as Fleetwood's Mac, their white album. Oh, really? And in com- come with just a white cover? In comparison, I believe it's a white cover, I think, with uh, with uh, 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 John McVie and uh, Nick Fleetwood. And in, in, they're like in, a, like in a window or something. If, let me, not, well, anyway, I, I'm not going to look it up right now. Wow. But, uh, but, uh, okay. I don't know, and and also landslide is off of that, and landslide was uh, landslide was uh, was uh, uh, I think it's been covered a few times too. It's just like uh, uh, wild horses from the uh, like you were saying a whole bunch uh, of people. Stones now there's the stones, right. wild horses. I don't even think you told me it wasn't even theirs. So at least the oh, wild horses. It was, so. it was written by them, but I think somebody else actually recorded it before they did. So yeah, yeah. Excellent. So Landslide, a beautiful record, you know, and then that, and that's where you know America and the world gets to listen to, to that wonderful voice that that Stevie Nicks has, which is a raspy yep. kind of. Uh, I think she's from Arizona. I believe that's where she's from. So and she just was hell bent on on being a professional uh, musician uh, singer, and then she got her chance with uh, with uh, Fleetwood Mac. And that's where they, because they, because they, uh, that, Lindsay Buckingham and her, I believe, were, were, were a couple, and I don't know if they were married or not. Uh, and if you know they were married, you could go ahead and comment underneath the, uh, the uh, podcast there, <laughs> or send us an email. And uh, they had recorded uh, their own material as a couple before that. Well, she definitely made the most of her opportunity Absolutely, by getting in that yeah, band, yeah, yeah. and she blew up. Absolutely, that's you know, and, and good for them, man. Because, you know, it is it is. Uh, I, I think it's a landmark record. I think the different moods. Uh, it, it's not a hard and heavy record itself. And it's not known for that, you know. When we do uh, enjoy uh, a lot of uh, heavy metal and hard rock, but but by, yeah. but but again, it's uh, you want to chill, you want to have a good time, want to listen, you want to relax, you want to listen to some good music. You know, put on that record. Put on any of those seventy era records. Usually, you know, on that type of 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 kind of like folksy rolling into popular rock, and it, and it, you know, it mellows you out a little bit. You know, I think so. I mean, I don't know. I don't know about I you. Could, but, I can see that. You know, and and and, and if there's a prime example of that, it's it's Fleetwood Mac. So okay. I don't I don't know what you listen to chill a little bit but you know I'm on, I'm in I'm in my car you know I'm I'm out of my zone kind of not thinking you know and I need something to relax and you know a landslide comes on or you know uh Rihanna or uh, Amon Amarth or uh, some of that death metal you know <laughs> just kind of chill out <laughs> Oh, well, you get, I don't know what you, I don't know about all that. <laughs> oh, man, famous, born on this day, Adam. Oh, thank goodness the birthdays born are here. Born on this day is this gentleman right here off of this wonderful 
uh, record. Living on a prayer off of Bajo. <laughs> yeah. Did you get it? Did you get it? Did you get it? Oh, yeah, I got it now. And the guy, uh, the guy on the guitar. Oh, Richie Sambora. Richie Sambora today. Uh, <laughs> he turned 61, Adam. Now, is he still in that band? Uh, or has he, or has he been jettisoned from Banjo? Uh, I don't know. I really don't know. Hmm. I know. I know he does play a talk box on that record. So we were talking. Yeah, we, we were talking we about out a few people that play those talk boxes. Yeah, but he, you know, he did a good job on that. You know, he's a big Eric Clapton fan. Is he? Mm-hmm. Well, yep, he sure is. Yep. Well, it makes it makes sense. You know, if you're a if you're a young guitarist, you pick out one of the greats to be one of your favorites. Practice has a lot. Had an interview that I don't know how many day, how many hours a day he would, uh, he would uh, practice six, seven hours a day just Clapton songs. That's, really? Yeah, and I, and I said six or seven. Hey, yeah, I don't think college was much on his uh, on his mind when he was a teenager. <laughs> Most of the people we talk about on this show, college didn't come into the picture very much. <laughs> Richie Sambor, no, but you're right. I don't think he is with John Jovi. He, I was watching. Uh, I want to say, is it? Do you know what's the what's the MTV channel that they just play like concerts? Anyway, that was watching that channel. Like VH1 Classic? Is that what you're talking about? I don't know if it's classic or not, but they show a lot of they show a lot of. That's actually where I got to see your band Muse. The only Palladia? time. Uh, that's it right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he was at one of those European festivals out there, and they showed a couple of clips with him, him and his band out there, and he was singing Bon Jovi songs. Oh, was he? Yeah, because he had his own record for a while too. Has he got the pipes to do that? Uh, he does the chorus on. Uh, he does the chorus on uh, "Wanted Dead or Alive." You know, he does the uh, the secondary to Bon Jovi. He says, Wanted, Wanted. Wanted. Yeah, said, I yeah. can do that. <laughs> yeah. I, I think he does a good job. I've seen Bon Jovi live. I, I don't know. You know, he's not the main singer, but yeah. No. Every, so every once in a while, Joe Perry goes up there and belts one out. You know? Oh, I'll tell you. You know, at an Aerosmith show, when Joe Perry steps to the lead mic, my favorite part of the show. <laughs> Because it usually plays like a bluesy track with a good groove. It's the best part of the entire show. Oh, yeah? Okay. I, I'm telling you. I don't have to take your word for that. I've seen them sing, but I'm not going to say it's the best part of the show. And Maybe I've, it's just and, the, and I've seen and, I, like, and I've seen uh, Aerosmith multiple times. So I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to argue here on this one. You're not going to co-sign that one? Not going to sign I mean, I enjoy it, yeah, but it's like not my favorite part of the show. You know. Well, maybe it was just for the show that I actually saw. <laughs> <laughs> oh, also, Who else we got in there, Tom? Also today, turning 38, Adam, is, okay, is uh, this wonderful oh, artist right here. It's, uh, it's uh, Little Kim. <laughs> Little Kim is 38 today. So, Another one of your favorites. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's a, she, is the, she is the queen bee. No, I thought that was Beyonce. No. Isn't Beyonce the queen bee? 
No, I don't. I don't know what Beyonce's. What is Little is. Kim then? Little Kim was the one that was. I think she was. I, this is this is the problem we have with the show because Jay's the one that usually comes here to interjects with his. Yeah, he fills with in with his hip hop izzle knowledge. You know, That's and right. uh, Little Kim. I know that Little Kim was in in involved or in love with uh, uh, B.I.G. with with uh, Big Papa. Oh, really? And, and we're not talking Big Poppy, David Ortiz. We're talking Big Papa, you know, the rapper. Right, okay. So, but I she's, didn't know that. She, yeah, she's, I know she's the Queen Bee. And I think she also sang on the uh, Lady Marmala, uh, Marmalade uh, song. I'm not sure. I think we I talked think about that. that came up on, on this show yeah, yeah, a few see, episodes uh, back, see, didn't it? I think putting Jay in, in, in the corner wasn't a good idea, at least for this. Not for, maybe we need not to for give, this particular Maybe we need to give him a line somehow. Yeah, well, I think it would help, at least at least right now. Anyway, she's 38 today. 38, congratulations. Might be, yeah, I don't know if she was 48, but I know that. I can just tell you on famous birthdays, that's what it was. So also, oh, hold up. Hold also, up. also, also, go ahead, go ahead, man. <laughs> this says... She was born in 1974 or 75. Oh. <laughs> so everybody's right. So on her age, we're in the zone. <laughs> today, today, little Kim is in the zone. <laughs> Years wise. <laughs> exactly. That's odd. That's she, nowhere close to 38 either. She could be anywhere from 74 she, could, be 40. she could be anywhere from 18 to whatever. <laughs> Whatever she wants to be. All right. She she was a uh, three years old when she came out on the uh, on the scene. <laughs> Baby B. Larvy, larvy. <laughs> Today, Adam. Okay. Also celebrating their twenty fifth birthday. One more birthday. One Here we more go. birthday. This is the best one always. It's, yeah, and this is where Jay would have would have played the boing, 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 uh, sound oh, no. like. We don't have. Let it. me get, let me open up my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Vanessa Lynn, she turns twenty five today. Vanessa Lynn. Yeah, Vanessa Lynn. Yep. Oh. She she is, has six hundred thousand followers on uh, on uh, Instagram, Adam. Okay. Um, and what is she? Is she a fitness? She is no, no. Model she again. Is, she is a unique style and different hair colors model. Unique she, style yeah, and yeah, hair yeah. colors. Her, she and her boyfriend Aspic Zavi. Aspic okay. Zavi, and I don't even want to try to even spell that. They share a joint YouTube channel called Team VZ. But this is what okay. This is this is this is what 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 when I was researching, you know, to to this takes a lot of work and a lot of researching, and so we you know we get so we could go ahead and inform our listeners, right? She okay. has a video that features Juvenile's hit, and this this hit we spoke about not too long ago. Back that ass up. <laughs> oh, good. And and and, and just so <laughs> just so we, I know we have minors listening to this. It was spelled A Z Z, so it's not the bad word. Asa. Yeah, Asa. I don't okay. know yeah, yeah, exactly yeah, yeah. what an as is, but you know, that's it's, right, right, right. it's backing it up. That's all I know. And uh, on her page, so yeah. 
I can see why 600 followers were uh, were. Uh, <laughs> now she more, has more prominent excited. eyebrows. Yes. Her eyebrows are very strong. Oh, she, it's, is it in different colors? Is one one color and one's the other? No, color? no, no, no. I just have like a generic picture of her, and her eyebrows are just very prominent. Like she doesn't pluck and thin them out. I mean, they are just. They're not bushy, almost a but unibrow. they're very shaped. They're almost. very shaped. They're, they're, no, no, no. As there's, long, there's, as long as there's definitely some two style. As long as there's some style involved, I think that's the yeah, goal. Yeah, always a, everything is styled. So when you, if 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 she is an influencer, as Jay likes to say, right, influencer, that yeah. if you see anybody in that kind of style, you're gonna know that she was influenced, or her, or him were influenced by uh, what was her name again? Vanessa Lynn. <laughs> Vanessa Lynn. Happy birthday, Vanessa. Happy birthday. 25. (laughs) And you know, once we finish with the birthdays, Adam, you know what time it is. (laughs) Come on, baby. (laughs) 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 What the frijole? That is so awesome. Oh, finally time Whoa. for this. We still got it better even on the remote. <laughs> even though we yeah, got no a kidding. even though we got a small delay. <laughs> uh, Tommy, what when, when are you ready to take a trip? Uh I took one, but it wasn't it was really like a family trip, uh more than anything. So I'm ready to actually take a really, really, really nice trip, but until all this passes, it's not gonna happen. Well, let's take a trip to Fiji. Oh, I've seen some good pictures of that place. And and not for the Earth's finest water in those distinctive square bottles. That we're not going for that. <laughs> I had to think for a second there on that one. I delayed, I delayed, I got it. Fiji is known as the Pearl of the Pacific. Yes, yes. And it's an island paradise in the South Pacific, halfway or so between Hawaii and Australia. No kidding. Yeah. I thought it was a little bit further. Yeah. I only I found out about Fiji through the uh, uh, Sports Illustrated swimsuit model uh, edition. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know there was. We saw some. I didn't know we there saw was some sand. Some, some sand and some cracks. There's some here and there. there were some beautiful sights there to be seen. <laughs> but previously, uh, being known as the Pearl of the Pacific, before it was previously known as Cannibal Isle. No kidding. Yes. That is a what the frijoles. Archaeological evidence shows cannibalism was practiced there for over 2,500 years. 25? What year did they they carbon date that sucker whenever they found the first remains of it? Uh, I'm like, you know, I'm not, okay, good deal. At least you have answers for that. I have have some answers, yes. (laughs) Now, this was mostly ritualistic sign of power over other tribes and enemies. Oh, wow. So they would take and consume their enemies. Uh, It was a very brutal practice, of course, where victims were tortured, even dismembered while they were still alive. Wow. In Fiji? Now, it's believed in Fiji, yes. It's believed to have ended in 1867. When Methodist missionary Reverend Thomas Baker and six Fijian teachers that were accompanying him were also eaten all together. 
And Reverend Thomas Baker is the only white person that they can confirm was actually eaten. But the, I wonder if they the had. Reason, I, I wonder if they had the white meat first. <laughs> Maybe it was so repulsive. It was so repulsive and not flavorful. They said, "We're going to stop this cannibalism." This stuff. is this pale. Is this is pale meat. <laughs> but the reason why I'm talking about this on the what the frijoles, uh huh, is I actually that just... we have the most prolific cannibal hails from Fiji and holds a Guinness World Record. Udre Udre. Okay. It's a chief, and it is believed has eaten between 872 and 999 people in his lifetime. Oh, how do they know that? Because, good question. <laughs> because he kept a stone for every person he consumed. Ooh. He would he would color it, paint it, adorn it somehow as this is another person that I have consumed. And there are more than 800 stones that he had prepared that still to this day decorate his gravesite. So he was a he was like a secret... So they counted all these they counted all these stones and that was the proof that they need and they know that his practice was to use these stones to commemorate every person he consumed. That's crazy, man. I, he's like Vlad the Impaler, but a Fiji. <laughs> he used to carry around human meat with him just to snack on. Oh, man, that guy's brutal. That definitely is a hashtag. <laughs> what the frijoles, Adam? And we're done. For this week. <laughs> It just gets better every single day. <laughs> oh, uh, man. That's just gruesome. We went from eating hot dogs and hamburgers last last Saturday for all the uh, celebrations that we had for uh, the 4th of July to uh, <laughs> uh, Vlad the Impaler of Fiji. Eating hu human carcasses. Man, he, those were like his trophies, I think. This is not how the serial killers keep trophies of their victims. Those were his, his That's trophies. how you keep your enemies under your foot, right? You say, if you go <sighs> against me, I'm going to take you. I'm going to grill you. I'm going to eat you. Oh, and then I'm going to snack on you first. Look at how I'm going to do it. And, <laughs> yeah, and then I'm going to walk through your neighborhood and, and eat on you in front of your buddy. <laughs> I said, you want some of this? Oh my you want to be gosh. like this? Okay. I, thank God you brought this one up this week and not last week. Because last week it was like, you know, uh, the celebrations for the 4th of July were fully in full effect last weekend. I didn't know that Wichita had canceled, uh, the city had canceled their uh, fireworks uh, uh, display or, or spectacular or whatever you want to call it. I did drive up uh, 135, uh, like you had mentioned last week. And you're right. It's just left and right. It's just... You know the it wasn't looking like L.A. Did you see the Did you see in the news how L.A. was looking from uh from a helicopter? It looked like uh Baghdad. You know when it's being attacked, it was insane. And L.A. is one of those areas where they have like a no fireworks policy because yes. it, they're like a they're like a tinderbox over there, <sighs> ready to go up in flames and, <laughs> and all this mortar fire Man. and fireworks going everywhere. Ours was uh I mean it was if you yeah you're right if you look to the east and to the west it was just everywhere. 
as you went up, yeah. as I went up, uh, and I was on my motorcycle last week, uh, after mm-hmm. I had left, uh, the get together over at, uh, Jay's in-laws, uh, last week, cause I, I, I did pop in there real quick and, you know, mm-hmm. said, hi, what's up, you know, and then I uh, jumped on the yeah. bike, got to see that, that, uh, that mural they had painted towards Slash. I, I, I don't know if you got saw that you've taken a picture of that on Instagram, right? I don't know right? if you got to see that or not, but yeah. I did. It was very, very is cool. That a, is that a new feature? I hadn't been there for a while? I don't know. I just was passing by on Douglas, and I said, oh, wait a minute. Broop. Let me go back and take a picture yeah. of this, you know? Yeah, that was pretty cool. So it was... Did was... you did you uh, put Slash in, in your little thing? Did you, did you at Slash? On your picture, so uh, so Slash could see it. Uh, did I tag him? You mean I think so? Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. tag him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you did. Yep, I did. Not add. It's tag. It's tag. I don't. Know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm turning into Jay. Oh, okay. You know all the lingo now. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, no. I was. I wanted to thank you. Yeah, because that was really cool. I, you know, going up there and seeing all that firework. I, you know, from from my uh, bike, it gave me a little different perspective too. So it was like, yeah, that's pretty cool. And it wasn't really that super super mega hot, so, and uh, but it was like it was stra- it was strange that the city didn't. Ha- I didn't know that they had canceled it, so I really didn't know that. So that was just a little strange on the on their part to, to, uh, not have uh, done, the fireworks sure. display like they usually do. So, I yeah, don't know. Can you imagine when was the last time? I mean, maybe for weather it had been delayed or something, but every year that's. They always have the fireworks. Display. I know, and they didn't have it. So what you do last week? I, I ended up, I did swing by Elbia's. There was nobody there. And I know that somebody crashed into the gate at the uh, Air Museum up there on uh, on uh, George oh. Washington. I didn't know that. Yeah, they ra- the car rammed the gate or something happened. I don't know how the hell this happened because it was clear. I mean, there's just no <laughs> way that, I mean, it, it, it's a dead end going that way. So... Um, Maybe there was so much mortar fire over there from fireworks. They thought they had to <laughs> it drive evasively. It wasn't coming out of Elvia's house, I could tell you that much. <laughs> no, I don't think so. They are actually with me on the west side of town. And I was at somebody's house. And I was in a spot where they were having a barbecue in the street. They put a tent in the street, barbecuing throwing all sorts of meats and carne and dog, all sorts of food. And then we like I like I like how you said carne. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I'm trying to learn too. We just finished the uh, what the frijoles and you're laying on carne. <laughs> and then he said, stay around for the show because we're going to have our neighbor is going to be shooting off all these fireworks. Then the guy next door to the, the guy we were visiting bought $3,500 in fireworks. Gosh. And another guy bought $500 in firework materials That's and made insane. homemade fireworks. That is insane. And he, he was shooting off these like firecrackers that were like pieces essentially, of dynamite. Essentially, like he, he would call them quarter sticks. So they were like quarter stick of dynamite. Holy gosh. And they just gave off this hellacious kablow and everything would rattle and shake. Was the, you know, he'd, was throw, the, he'd was, throw off one of those and throw off. Was the entire Tate tribe over there? Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to take yeah, a, I, I'm going to take a guess, but since you didn't mention the name of this person, I'm not going to say anything. I, <laughs> 
You'd be right. <laughs> Your guess would be correct. It was probably King Arthur. <laughs> it was. Sure. It was. <laughs> it was. <You're> right. <laughs> and there was no drinking there either while this was going on. Oh, no, there was plenty of drinking. There was plenty of drinking. <laughs> Oh, that was great, man. That was, I mean, I, I, like, I, I actually, uh, you know, I came in, uh, it was already dark, the entire, entire neighborhood, you know, left and right, everybody was just blowing everything up. There was no way I could, I could take the dog out. I don't, you know, and I had left the dog, uh, you know, locked up, took her out, drove her out to the city limits, you know, to rest stop and let her go to the bathroom there. I was so, I felt so, I felt so, I almost got to Newton trying to find one. I felt oh, so sorry God. for her, man. You know, I, wow. I, if it would have been national, uh, if it were all American pet photo day, I probably would have snapped it there. So, yeah, I just, I just, <laughs> just took my doctor to, to, to do some duty up here. It's like, man. Was she cowering under like the couch Dude, or something? I, mean, or I, I, I had to grab her by a collar just to get her out of the kennel, man. It was just insane. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I, again, it's, it's like I said last week, it is public nuisance, uh, holiday the first one of the year and i mean again i'm not gonna i'm not gonna shit on people's fun but i'm not gonna say nothing to them either so you know that's my issue you know what i'm saying so i just did i went with it <laughs> and poof, let's go betty let's just hope you don't do any business inside uh wilda's car because i wasn't gonna take my truck either <laughs> <laughs> very slick of you <laughs> it was all kinds of sounds adam sounds left okay. and right yeah there were, sure were <laughs> yes, I'm ready. Oh, you're ready. Okay, I am ready so for. I am. Uh, wait, but you know what? In this case, and it's it's. Uh, did did we do did we do a uh, did we do an intro music for Sound of the Week? We yeah. did, didn't we? Did we? I can't remember yeah, if we, we did, did or not. So, let me see. <laughs> I think now I'm gonna I'm gonna get the uh, I'm gonna get the ass chewing here pretty soon. So, so here it goes, and we are ready for Adam Sound of the Week. Not yet. It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Sound of the Week. And we're speaking of all these fireworks and everything, and if you want a really good show, the best part of the fireworks show is the end. It's where they're shooting off everything all together, and the sky is just consumed. It's it's the grand finale. The, aerials, the, the grand finale, the, yeah. The grand finale, exactly. That's the best part. And they're competing, and they're, be, and they're competing like with Epcot. I, I think everybody wants to do that. But what could be better than the grand finale? Oh. How about you take a fireworks stand and you just set the fireworks stand on fire? like happened in <laughs> somewhere in Texas. <laughs> Some small town in Texas had a fire start in the fireworks stand and a couple were inside their car and this is what happened. No, we're good. Get your phone! Oh, 
That's nuts. Now, it cut off abruptly there because the lady and the other, she got her phone and started calling 911. So then they started giving out information or anything. So it cut off at like at the zenith when everything was just, everything was going off at the same time. But did you notice Tommy got to see the video? The guy, there was like guys like walking around as it was going off and they weren't running. They're just like walking away. That was, <laughs> like an, grab, that was an El Paso, like Texas. They trying to grab the last few sparklers. Actually, it says it was in El Paso, Texas on the 1st of July. El Paso. Was it on the 1st? On the 1st, yes. Yeah. So they figured, it said, maybe they said, the hell with it. This is, we got already our profit. We want to go ahead and blast our, our fireworks <laughs> now and do the hell with it. <laughs> but that yeah, was, I thought that was pretty good. That was definitely that, was, that was inside their car too. <laughs> you know, that was like insulated <laughs> inside their car. And nobody I mean all this explosion, nobody even thought about like gas in their cars or anything like that. They just stayed there and what did they do? They recorded the guy saying, It's okay. <laughs> exactly. It's exactly. okay. And that, ladies and gentlemen, was It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast, Sound of the Week. And that was our Sound of the Week. Oh, you actually stepped up your game. You actually did bring, you actually did bring a sound. I, th- I said last week you would, that wouldn't happen. <laughs> that was going to be hard. Well, the, farting, no, the farting guy, the, 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 the golf farting guy was pretty funny. And this is like, this is insane. This is like, uh, you know, World War Three going on out there. Yeah, like just just a sound of chaos. Oh my gosh! It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a great sound. Like the fart was the best sound <laughs> we could probably ever have on Sound of the Week. That was a continuous fart. I don't even know how the playback's gonna sound. <laughs> this is gonna sound. <laughs> this is gonna sound nuts. Okay, oh. good. Oh, so anyway, what do we got this week, there, Adam? Oh, well, we got rock stars getting bailouts. We got bailouts. Yeah, you hear yeah. about that? I heard that ad that we played there a little while ago, man. So what's up with that? Does that, that what that came out this week? What, in Loudwire? Was it in Loudwire? Was it in Ultimate Classic Rock? Which one yeah, was it? So I, I guess they're, I think they came out in both of them, actually. They just highlighted different bands for each one. Wow. But, man, that, I, it's, it's, it's because the payouts are, what, what exactly is the, uh, the, uh, uh, paycheck Pro- protection program. I, I I had to Google it, and it it actually says it's a program that provides small business with funds to pay up to eight weeks of payroll costs, including benefits. Funds could also be used to pay interest and mortgages, rent, and utilities. So it's covering, assume assuming it's covering like the staff of all these bands that would have been on the road. All their crew, it would be paying for everybody that's out of work because of this. Where oh. they would be getting a paycheck, so they would be replacing the paycheck for the crew, their drivers, you know, caterers, whatever they use, right? Oh, so anybody okay. that they would be paying, they would be able to compensate them. So the using uh, this program. So the headline. So was- some bands got as little as one hundred fifty thousand. But I saw that the highest level went up to like a million dollars. So, so the, 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 what is it? The headline was a little bit misleading is what it is. You know, it's, yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, it, okay. It looks like it just goes right into their pockets. Okay. 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 But yeah, I yeah. guess it goes to the band and the band is the corporation, right? Okay. That okay. They're running the show. So uh, hopefully 
It's given to them, and we assume they've dispersed it down to their employees. So I know you mentioned the Eagles. Right. You, you mentioned the Eagles. Who else did you mention on that show? And that, oh, we had uh, Guns and Roses, Guns and Roses was in there. There. Uh, there, was a, there was a whole plethora of acts out there. So Tool, Pearl Jam, Weezer, Guns and Roses. Yeah, I said them. Yeah, just all sorts of bands. So their personal big, fortune. Big bands that make big money. So their personal fortunes and individuals, I guess that wasn't uh, the uh, that wasn't affected. Well, if they had to, if they were going to be nice guys and pay out of their pocket, maybe their personal fortune would have been at risk, <laughs> you know. So they went with the program. <laughs> wow! So they were they they just went like all like all the uh, what the car makers, uh, all these other corporations okay. that were the bailout. Yeah, the kind of bailouts, but it kind of like it helps them out. So, wow. I wonder yeah. if and this is just going to be me being stupid, but I wonder how many of these people are anti-government when it comes to their ads. <laughs> they, <they're, laughs> I'm just saying they're using the benefit. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> well, you know, a lot of them seem to be current anti-government. I don't know. I don't know what to say. <laughs> so it's good. On, it's it's bad on one end, but it's good on the other. I have no idea. So if there was a ban of anarchists, you don't think they would be using the money? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> would 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 if if Rage Against the Machine would have been on there, would they have used Ooh. the program? I don't know. I didn't look. I didn't look up Rage. They could have been on there. Maybe I, I don't know if they're touring or not. You know, they're definitely not. I know. No, I know. Since I, nobody is. I know that Axel Rose has been on the news here lately. You know, yapping around what what material they're using and and making political statements and defending political statements made by artists. So I don't know. Yeah. There's been a lot of that. You know, I.E. Rolling Stones does a lot of that. Everybody's been idle, so they have nothing else to do. So they're just going to comment on the news of the day, apparently. No, you say that they they haven't been. They I don't think they've been that idle. I saw uh, I saw Alice Cooper on Cameo the other day. Have you seen the cameo? Have you seen the cameo? The cameo ads. They had David Hasselhoff on there. They, I mean, it was like I saw Alice Cooper. I said Alice Cooper on Cameo, and he has a stash. Have you seen it? Oh, no, I this, like this crazy stash going. I said Alice Cooper's grown, and it's and it's as black as night. So his stash, I guess, didn't get gray. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything on Alice has to be black, right? Man, you, know, you can't yeah, have any streaks yeah, of color. Yeah. Our rock heroes have been uh, dwindled down to peddlers. <laughs> <laughs> you should do an ad for Just for Men. Go. <laughs> That's not a bad idea. <laughs> Hi, I'm Alice Cooper. <laughs> and, and when I'm not wrapped around by my snake. <laughs> when I'm not getting my head chopped off, I color the hair. When I'm not electrocuting just for when I'm not electrocuting dummies. <laughs> stage dummies. <laughs> yeah, I mean, have you seen the cameo deal? I mean it was it was I, I get it, they gotta make a buck, you know. I, I understand. You know, it was just just to see David Hasselhoff on there. It's like, what? I had to put the, you know, the the emoji that's like hysterically laughing. I couldn't do like a like emoji. I couldn't do a click for a regular like or a heart. I just hit that ridiculous laughing one. I said, this is ridiculous. These guys got, <laughs> these guys got, you, you, well, we're assuming too. We're assuming that they have all this money. We're not sure. So, I mean, I would I think. I think Hasselhoff's okay. 
I would think that they did so anyway. Mr. But, Baywatch, yeah. come on. So it was like, so uh, all I'm saying is that when all this came through, uh, our uh, production our, our production department came up with a wonderful uh, idea for oh. us. Oh, good. Because we, we had to figure out how to pay our staff, Adam. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, who's looking out for us? <laughs> we, we, ran you know? through, we ran through production all through COVID, and we're doing it right now. We've had all these multiple producers, too. And, yeah. To take care of all these different right. producers. Yeah, and we even had a sponsor put his product out through this whole time. And why? That's true. Why were That's you, right. Why were even working? But anyway, we're going to share a little bit of what we thought we should have done. And here it goes. Two, three, four. Tommy, stop making that racket. Dude, dude, what, man? We're jamming. I just saw in the news that rock stars are getting bailouts. Way. That's awesome. I know. Now let's go online and apply. Earlier, I spoke about the Paycheck Protection Program and the rock bands who benefited from it. Upon reflection, the Eagles have sold over 200 million albums. Guns N' Roses just finished the third highest grossing tour of all time. Pearl Jam, well, they're probably socialists, I don't know. But maybe that money wasn't well used by giving it to millionaire rockers. So now, let me introduce to you a way to get money where it would really be useful. It's the Pennies for Podcasters Fund. Your small donation will help your favorite podcasters keep fuel in their motorcycle tank. Or help keep babies in clean diapers. Or maybe it'll be enough for a second buy-in at the craps table. Any amount is appreciated and certainly more deserved than celebrity musicians with Grammy trophies and trophy wives. The Pennies for Podcasters Fund. Just cash app to 1-800-666-EVIL. That's 1-800-666-3845. Thank you. Dr. Gola, promo, 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 Sean. Pennies for podcasters? Genius. That is a genius <laughs> idea. And what was and that? Everybody who would contribute, everybody who would contribute to pennies for podcasters would feel so good about it in the end because they've gone out of their way to help out people who are struggling. What, what was that racket at the beginning, though? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, weren't you just getting your bass in tune? <laughs> you were just, just tuning it? You <laughs> came in to interrupt me. I don't, I don't know what was going yeah, yeah. on. Well, the news just came across on, on my app. I just got an update and said, whoa, look, they're giving away money. <laughs> These, our heroes are getting free money. What about us? We might as well get some ourselves, shoot. <laughs> Pennies for podcasters, man. Where do we come up with this time? <laughs> Good idea. Anyway, Adam, what? Let's. You got anything else on the news, man? Oh, uh, you want to talk of some rock news? Let's go ahead and talk it. Okay. Now, this sounds like trouble. Okay. Great White concert. You know the band Great oh, White. Oh man, that's sounds that, like trouble, right? That's burned the house down. Exactly. You know. I got a friend so of mine. Killed. I got a friend of mine that actually was working in that town as a cop, that uh, for yeah. that show. 
So that happened in 2003 in Rhode Island, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Where they were, they were did a show. Pyro went off in a small venue. Pyro was too big for the venue. Started a fire, killed a hundred people. Wow, that was right? the death toll on that one. Yes, and, and their guitarist. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That I do remember that. Right. Yeah. So Great White, they're at it again. <laughs> they played. <laughs> they played. They played a show in Dickinson, North Dakota. How long ago? Just this. Just this weekend. Oh wow! It was outdoor, but there were no masks or no social distancing rules at all. Oh wow! So so Great White is out trying to kill again. <laughs> Who is going to stop Great White? Well, it goes. It goes, it goes with their name. <laughs> they're 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 the rock and roll predators of the sea i don't know what to tell you, you know? they 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 but, have they have an image to live up to now no that's just messed up man you so know? yeah they're getting some flack you know for having this outdoor show oh. and there was an there was one image that i saw on the news article regarding it and it just looked like a regular outdoor oh, show everybody kind of crunched my together gosh so i mean north dakota is not a hot spot but yeah, they do have it there. They yeah, but yeah. That's great. White back in action. Wow. When, when here we are, we're talking about we're talking about when are we going to be going to live shows? We could have went north, <laughs> <laughs> jumped in the van. Oh, and I also saw. Listen to this. Uh, Did you know that July thirtieth, later this month, right? At the formerly the Sandstone Amphitheater. Okay. In Bonner Springs, right? All right. Yeah. ZZ Top with Willie Nelson. When? Show still a, the show is still a go. It's still on. When is it going to be? July 30th. Oh, my gosh. I mean, I don't know. Man. We're, we're, just, we're just in a uh, hot spots, right? People, all this COVID is sparking up, and we still got shows. If it's ZZ Top, let me get ready. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute! Isn't that for the Willie Nelson portion? <laughs> <laughs> that one's the, for the Willie Nelson portion. We need triple filter. <laughs> but Tommy, I was also thinking about everybody's pushing their concert tour to twenty twenty one. Right. Everybody's going twenty twenty one, twenty twenty one. It's going to be so many things to see in twenty twenty one. Assuming this COVID stuff is over with. That's, that's the, the list of the list of people who have pushed their big tours are Motley Crue and Def Leppard, obviously Aerosmith on their 50th anniversary tour, Judas Priest, Doobie Brothers on their 50th anniversary tour, Rage Against the Machine, Tool, Megadeth and Lamb of God, yeah, Eagles, <laughs> Green Day, Weezer and Fall Out Boy, really on one bill. On one bill, oh, one okay. show, Slipknot, maybe the Foos, who knows? Hopefully we catch one on October 17th. Oh, man. But everything's Every being pushed to 2021. Every Plus time. you're going to have other bands that could come in to do the regular the Every, regular cycle of tours. Every Like when this spike happened, I, you know, I'm not trying to be selfish, but when this spike happened, dude, I said, oh, man, that Foo Fighters show. On October eighteenth, is just getting further and further pushed back. I know, like, man. Will it ever happen? I mean, I think they will. I, I, I. That's my th my personal thought. 
I mean, I have. How can you have that? I I, I can't have. How can you have that positivity? What gives you that positivity? Um, Because right now we're having a a spike. We're going. We're going up on the trend. Right. How do I have it? Well, let me let me go ahead and reference the the Lord of the Ring again. All right. Oh, when the historical texts. Yeah, that we yeah, base yeah. This, show is, this is where I, sh- I, sh- I, 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 I base a lot of my life events. It's hope, okay? Here's okay. Gandalf and Pippin, right? They're looking out from Gondor onto Mount Doom, where Sauron is. Pippin, is. Is Pippin a little? Yeah, one of the dwarf? hobbits. Yeah, he's and, Hobbit, Hobbit. and he had been he yeah. had just been made a uh, guard, a citadel, a, a guard of the citadel of Gondor. You know, because he had pledged himself to uh, to Lord Denethor. Anyway. I, I've already laid too many nerd stuff on you. I know, I know you're you're shaking anyway. And then Pippin says to says to, uh, they were talking about what evil was going to be unleashed upon Gondor, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, right? They had just spoken about the uh, the Witch King of Agmar, yada yada yada. Right? So then Pippin says, as as you know, as tenderly as he could and innocently as he could, he says to to uh, Gandalf. He says, Gandalf. You know, how about Frodo and uh, and Samwise? They're out there. Is there any hope? And then Gandalf turns to him with his pipe in his hands, and he says, there's a fool's hope. That's that entire... <laughs> That entire that entire narrative. Oh my god! <laughs> that, that entire was a long nar- way to go. It's a long, but I did. But did you feel me? It's a fool's uh, hope. You set the scene. I was you, in the uh, shower. You were there. Was... <laughs> you were in Gondor, looking upon Mount Doom. Oh, okay. Oh, there. Okay. You were saying, "Gee, okay. you know, there's this, there's this fire. It's raging. It's coming out. There's, you know, there's fighting at, at, you know, everywhere. It's insane. There's orcs left and right, you know, and Gandalf don't care. He's he's smoking his pipe. He don't care. He says, there's right. a fool's hope. That's me. As a fool's, That's what we need. There's a fool's hope that I'm. This fool is gonna. <laughs> it's gonna be at the Interest Bank Arena, rocking to some fools. Ooh. And it's a fool's hope that I might be at uh, ZZ Top. I, and, and I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. Right. Wow. Oh, Fantastic. Man. Anyway, yeah. Well, dude. I'm glad you have the hope. That's good. It's good to so, remain positive. All I can tell you is that, man. You know. So that's where we're at. So uh, is it going to be leading into that? Do you think it is time for some good times and some bad times, Adam? Let's do it. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) What? What's going on? Jay's going to send you some more messages. I get what he's saying though. Good times, when you, bad times. When you, when you hit the, uh, <laughs> when you hit the, uh, when you hit Behind the play. The no, when you hit the play, it takes a little while. I think it has to do with the computer, probably. I'm gonna blame the computer for that. <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know why? Why? Why else even try to do anything else other than, than uh, just blame the computer? So well, I, ha- I have, I have the, the bad times, but it's a doubles bad. It's a doubles bad time. Double. It's a bad double. Time? It's a double bad. Double times. bad. Yeah, double bad. Let me read you the first okay. one. Let me. Let me. Let, no, okay. I'm not going to read it to you because it's too long. But it's lack of firework displays because we were talking about this a little bit earlier, right? Force sure. forced thousands to light their farts. <laughs> <laughs> 
I think we're gonna blame, I think they're gonna blame COVID COVID nineteen for this. Maybe that golfer That's from sad. last week he could have taken part in that. It's sad. It's and this article was written again by the great Brick Rivers. Oh, did this happen in El Paso? Maybe all their fireworks lit up. In no, that, in it, that disaster, it didn't happen in Wet Palace. This is a completely oh. opposite direction. It happened in Why Not, uh, in, in Why Not South Dakota. Why not South Dakota? Or or <laughs> We're Not. I don't know how that's pronounced. Okay. W Y N O T T South Dakota. Okay. It was horrible. It's horrible with the pandemic. They had to, they had to light their fire, and, and it had to do. And it had to do with the pandemic too. This is with the pandemic rearing its ugly head. More and more towns canceled their Fourth of July fireworks display, just like we had. Just, right, we just, had a cancellation. We had cancellations here, right here in Wichita, right? Right. It was a healthy, reasonable thing to do, and I get it. You know, I mean, we're just we're just talking sure. about shows and whatnot, right? So anyway, but more and more small towns, like in Why Not, <laughs> South Dakota, <laughs> found a way to have their special fire. So the sad part was, you know, there was a short of fireworks, obviously, but but. Uh, uh, <laughs> they found a way, and the one one that didn't involve uh, uniting thousands of unmasked and vulnerable attendees or setting off chemical explosions over their heads. We formed the group. <laughs> the chemical explosion was below their hips. <laughs> we formed the group, said a masked man by the name of Lem Pitkin, local firefighter, by the way, and visionary. <laughs> we called it the... <laughs> He forced part of the group called the Flatulent Freedom Fighters. Oh, and, that's and, a group. And we lit our farts at City Hall. So. <laughs> you have to make your anus hurt. You know, you just have to. Oh my gosh. Tooty toot toot. Toot with fire. Yeah. So it's vroom, a bunch of fire yeah. coming out. It's just insane. Exactly. So you know it's it's, wow. it's sad that we had to you know had to go to this recourse to 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 have to enjoy, you know the like to you got celebrate like, like you got to enjoy almost four thousand dollars worth of of fireworks. These poor people up there in South Dakota, man, you know. But you know they they if you ask me, it's this and 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 this is a quote. Uh, this is a quote from uh from John Windleberry. He said, I. <laughs> <laughs> was that sure that's his name? Was it Dingleberry? I, I, this was, I just, he says, I ate a lot of beans so I could show my true, <laughs> so I could show my true patriotism. <laughs> you got to see the, you got to see, you You got to go in there and, and check out the article. You're going to see some wonderful pictures <laughs> of, oh, of, of, of them going to, now, when I saw my fireworks, now the the, con- the concrete uh, that they laid out the fireworks on, it was charred and burned, oh, and there was there was there was leftover griblies here and there. How did their asses look at, after all this fire coming well, out of their ass? Unfortunately, a lot of these pictures are black and white, so I really can't tell you. It's, oh, at yeah, least that part of it. And again, this is the kind of news that doesn't make it to the mainstream news. This is, you know, we have to subject ourselves. We got to talk about the COVID we gotta, and politics. You know, all these, we can't get the yeah, real stuff. Yeah, we we got to, you know, we can't get what really matters, which is, you know, again, this is the, uh, from the weekly world news, the news that only matters is that one. 
there's another quote that says every great president every great president has farted so they equal that to uh patriotism to the president to farting so i don't know as this is as a group of us felt like we owed it to our country to light them off so they what a salute. It's, it, it's still it's sad. It's, it's the sad. It's a sad. It wasn't good. If you ask me, it, it wasn't good time for these guys. But they sacrificed themselves for the enjoyment of others. And, and that's where it counts, dude. You know, I you, understand. You can't go any further than that. That's, that is some I, bad times. Actually, I was going to start off the bad times with today was actually uh, would have been uh, Eric Carr, drummer of Kiss. Uh, 70th birthday would have been today. So. But I figured, let me go with the. Uh, yeah, yeah, this with, is with the you know yeah. with, a, with, <laughs> with with an even more tragic. Uh, yeah, their 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 bungholes were uh, probably in all kinds of uh, uh, injuries occurred. And, but really, it's kind of a, a story of survival. It's like you didn't give us our fireworks, but we're going to make lemonade out of these lemons. Right. You know? Yeah. And we, we were given a we were given a raw deal. In this case it was not lemons, it was beans, but yes, you're right. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> oh, oh boy. Cheer me up. Cheer me up, Adam. Give me some good news. Oh, you man. want you want good times. <laughs> I like good times. Okay. Let's go back to July fourth. This is another personal story. All right, all right. We're going back to July fourth. Okay. And we were leaving all of the festivities. And we were driving home. Okay. We, were, we went back. We went. We did the same drive you did on 135, where don't, we were on the don't, elevated don't highway. Tell, don't tell me it's gonna be. A, it's don't tell me it's gonna be a raccoon story again. No, I don't. I can't. It was. That was I, pretty sad. Listen, I wanted to make a new little uh, announcer, a little sounder thing with driving stories with Adam. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now we're gonna anyway. get one. <laughs> anyway, I was going down the highway. On the 135, yeah. boom, boom, fireworks going off all around. Okay. Fantastic. Right. I enjoy watching F1 racing. Do you know what F1 yeah, is? Yeah, that's Formula One, yeah. Formula One, exactly. The very first race was going to be July 5th. The next morning, 8 in the morning, other side of the world somewhere, Austria, I think, is where it was. And I was going to get up. I was going to watch that. And I was thinking about that on the way home, thinking, oh, yeah, I just saw these fireworks. Fantastic. I'm going to go home, get some rest, get up, watch this race. It's fantastic. So I'm going down the road. And I'm thinking about the F1, right? And then the highway does these curves. Right, right. And then the, and then the exit does a nice little curve. You mean up there by the, that one by the lake, the exit that goes into K96? By the lake, exactly, yeah, okay, where it yeah. comes into 96. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. So what I do... I follow the racing line, okay? <laughs> I stay I stay in my lane, but I'm, I'm on this side, and then when it curves, I hit the apex. You did the apex. I, I was go, gonna say, yeah, yeah. I, I, I go to the other side, you know? I, I keep all my momentum, I stay off the brake, you know? Keep all of my forward thrust going. Anyway, I, I complete my, oh, and I hit the, uh, when I hit that ramp to go on to 96, that's when you get like the real curve and you're able to apex really hard, really good. Were you driving the Audi? So, no, I was in, I don't have any Audi anymore. <laughs> I was in the, I was in the GMC. You're in so, the minivan. In the, in the, in the, it's not a minivan. It's a SUV. Okay. Anyway, 
now, so I'm doing <sighs> I'm doing the driving line. Right. And I just complete I just complete the perfect apex. Okay. And go back on down to ninety six. Right. Bloop, lights behind me. Oh. The lights go on behind me. The cop lights me up, pulls me over. Oh, dude, no way. And he comes to the door and he says, "Well, you're you're all over the road back there." <laughs> you mean you mean driving in the driver's line and apexing the turns? Yeah. Look, I got you on video back there. You're all over the road. You were you were living the dream. And he says, and he says, you. I do detect a faint smell of alcohol, oh. which is true. When I first got to the event, I did the obligatory beer that I drink oh. as a joke because I hate wow. beer. And the guy who was throwing the quarter sticks, every time he would throw another quarter stick, he'd throw me a beer for whatever reason. So I had a total of three beers wow. in a six-hour time span. Or I stopped laughing. Now I <laughs> now I'd have to get into Right. So I, I sit through this and I'm like, hmm, I had three beers. And I was honest with the guy. I told him, yeah, I had three beers. It's been you know, over six hours. I feel like I'm trying to analyze myself. I think I feel pretty good. I don't feel that bad. I feel alert. Okay, okay, <laughs> you know, okay, like, okay. So you're going through and, the mental process right now, yeah. And Lisa's the only one in the car with me because the other kids went off on their own way earlier. And she's over there, and she's kind of freaking out a little bit. So the guy asked me, he said, hey, well, you want to get out of the car and do a little sobriety test? I've never been asked to do a sobriety test before. Okay. This is a new experience for me. And let, me think, let me get let me get out the cylinder. Let me get <laughs> Do Do I want to do a sobriety test? I don't know that I want to do that. And he said, well, if you don't, I'm just going to have to go with what I saw. I don't know what that means, but okay. All right, let's do the sobriety test. So I get out. Yeah, totally professional guy. Right, right. Officer Langford. Okay, is his name. Totally good interaction with the guy. He explains all these things. Ask me if I have any heart issues, eye issues, heat issues, anything. So I'm standing out there, and he does the finger right, in front right. of my face. Right. Okay. You're Watch my finger. You're don't turn your head. Yeah. And then follow it follow it until he he goes like three miles away and I can't see anything right anyway and I stay rock solid and he moves it the other way he says you know you can relax a little bit I'm not concerned so hey I think I'm passing I'm passing a sobriety test this is fantastic and then he gives me the up and down and he he continues to test me for like another Five minutes. I'm watching. <laughs> that, that seemed my like, eyes are going that seemed, crossed. That seemed like five hours, I would imagine. Yeah, it was forever. So then he sends me back to the car, and he gets he gathers my materials and hands them back to me. Right. And he says, okay, I'm not concerned. You're good. And then he sends me on my way. Wow. That is a good news, man. I, yeah. you know, thank God. I've that, never had a sobriety test before. That, so and that's I'm, the good news. And, the good news is you never <laughs> had a sobriety test and you had one. <laughs> thank God it was in the segment that was good times. I'm like, if exactly. you would, if this would have said, no, Tommy, I got the bad times today. No, no, no. I would have said, I oh, hell no. <laughs> I said, oh, it was a good thing we did a distance anyway, because Adam probably has his license suspended for 
<laughs> I could drive down here. It just takes me. It'll take me forty-five minutes oh, to get to your house on my, my bicycle. Oh my gosh, God, Daddy! <laughs> Thank God you're not a drinker, dude. You know what I'm saying? See, but I think I picked the wrong night to be doing my apexing of the turns because <laughs> it was—it's a big party night. No, and they, he had his man. eyes on for looking for drunk drivers. So. Man, that anyway, is, I survived. That is the craziest thing, and that, ladies and gentlemen, was—and we're gonna do the delay again. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Woo. It's insane. Good times, bad times. So weird. <laughs> it freaked me out for a while. I bet you it did, shoot. It would have freaked me out, dude. I mean, well, I don't drink at all. You know, I mean, if I and if I do, I'm like you. If I do have that beer, it, all it is is to... Uh, you know, do the fronting with it. You know, that was yeah, it. Exactly. It, it stays super warm after like the first sip. And I would have mm -hmm. had, I would have said, yeah, is that me the test? I had no problem with that. You know, I would have yep. said the same thing. So I'm, yeah, I'm sure you weren't that worried, you know? So I mean, no, I wasn't, but I didn't want anything weird to happen. You yeah. know? <laughs> uh, and, and at, you know, whatever time it was, you don't want to get into a, into a verbal. I could just, just picture myself walking a straight line and yeah. then like, tripping and falling or something yeah oh, no yeah we're it, taking you to the hole yeah and the whole thing is this you know it's the the uh you don't want to go into a verbal duel as you know as aaron burr and alexander <laughs> hamilton did <laughs> with the no. cop that you're the one gonna get gonna get shot on, on that duel and not shot yeah, literally but you know you're gonna get pulled in and you're gonna go ahead yep. and uh probably have to go to the uh the who's gal yeah. and that would not have which would fun. be another new experience for me that would... <laughs> sobriety test and the who's gal <laughs> tell me you got anything else for us I have nothing other than like I said it would have been uh, Eric's Carr birthday today you know out of a lot of those celebrity deaths celebrity quote unquote I think Eric Carr was one of the greatest drummers that I ever seen uh, at least and I'm not saying technique wise I always say by the entertainment I saw Eric Carr play a couple of times live and I, I always enjoyed it a lot the first time I saw him play live uh, it was on a tank. Uh, it was a Kiss show. It was a tank uh, sh a stage set, and it split in half. And he came down, it you know, as as he was. Oh he yeah, you're telling me that. Yeah. So that was really cool, you know. So that always stuck in my mind. So uh, happy birthday, uh, Eric Carr, wherever you are up there in rock and roll heaven. So if you see Guitaro or none of those uh, other guys up there, say what's up, buddy. But I have nothing else, Adam. So okay. Jay said, right. uh, I think good. Jay says we uh, we still did a long show is what he's saying in this text right here. So <laughs> <laughs> an hour, it's only an hour and 40 something minutes. That's all it is, man. Oh, this is pretty good. So I don't know. What well, as always, you. we want to thank our legion of listeners, Absolutely. our fans and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We do really appreciate it. Keep in mind, life is not that serious. Again, listen on Spotify. Apple Podcast app, Google Play, and everywhere else, that DSP thing, blast this show. Activate the notification icon to be notified when our podcast is online. I'm Adam Tate. And I am Tommy Martinez. You are listening to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. COVID-19 bailout crybabies, we are not. <laughs> Remember to play it often. Play it loud, but play it as we sign out with the Fugees and their cover of Bob Marley's No Woman, No Cry. Yeah. A dedication.
Promotions. ABC, always be cool. Rock and roll. July the 11th, 2020.